Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome back to the Everyday Struggle Podcast. I'm Nadeska, here to take you through our biggest debates of the week, including a very heated argument about Game's debut album, The Documentary, which we did not air on YouTube. Academics is adamant that it's a classic hip-hop album, but Wayno's not trying to hear any of it, so let's get into it. This all started during a conversation about Lil Wayne, who finally reached a settlement with Birdman and Cash Money Records that'll hopefully free the Carter Five. I thought that Wayne was going to put out an album around next summer. You did. Which means the issues he has with Cash Money had to be resolved before then. Mm -hmm. And I think it kind of sets it up for that. I don't know if necessarily uh, Carter 3 will drop this year. Carter 5. Oh, not Carter 3. We're about to talk about Carter 3. (laughs) You're already nervous. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Carter Carter 5, it's, it's setting it up for that. I mean, I'm not surprised that it got resolved. But... I'm surprised, well, not really. I'm not surprised by any of this, yo. The only, the only part I really want to discuss is that Birdman ain't pay shit like UMG paid it. Like, if I'm reading the reports right. And, and the report from the blast is that it's at least eight figures, right? Which means it's over $10 million, but he wanted 51 so we don't know if he got 25 or 40 or yeah. or just 15 But Birdman just finessed his way out of this. Like, getting somebody else to pay your debt? Why you stalled it out and you're still in the studio with your son and he's happy. I guess he got his money. He's now on UMG, not on cash money. It works for both of them. If I'm Wayne, and, and again, I think that's why they have such a complex relationship. Even after shit is resolved, like, how do y'all still work stuff like that out and still be in a studio together? Like, how could you even really want to deal with that person? I don't know. And I think we will see later on, but... Hopefully, my man Wayne over here got some inside information because I ain't going to lie. Lil Wayne was claiming Rock Nation for like a good part of the time when he was on hiatus. And I was expecting him to come out like, you know, them little college recruits, them little <laughs> high school recruits and put on a hat saying, I'm Rock Nation, baby. So I want to see how that fits into it. And also, we probably will hear now, or I hope. <clears throat> Through Wayne or maybe some book he writes about the whole process and shit he was going through, because we didn't hear a lot. Like, maybe how Jay helped him and maybe some other people who helped him really get to this point. But overall, Carter Five, I'm now looking at the fans who've been saying they want the music, they want the music. If Carter Five had dropped in 20... It was supposed to come out in... Was it 2012? A long time ago. Yeah, it was a long time, right? Yeah. 2015. Right. Was it 2015? I feel like it was earlier. It's but a, it's, it's felt like every year since yeah. his last album. Exactly. But 
if it had came out back then, I thought that the anticipation was was so crazy for it. And now I look around and I see people, they still love Wayne, but I'm like, are they fiending for this project or are they like, yeah, if, they, if it comes, it comes. Mm -hmm. Or when it does come, we might care, but we don't. We but I believe not. one of you also made a good point that it matters if it's the album he recorded however long ago yeah, yeah. or if he goes back and updates it because right. music changes so quickly. So with um, this whole shit and you were saying about like, like the moving forward, I think that the love that they have for each other supersedes any dollar amount. I mean, like, Baby Birdman, uh, he invested in Wayne when he was very, very young. And he invested in all the cash money very, very young. Wayne was the one that really stood the test of time. Wayne became an icon. Um, I think that that might have went into like resolving a lot of the issues because ultimately, nobody wants to get hurt. Nobody wants no bullshit to happen. Mm -hmm. um, I'm happy that they finally got this shit resolved because it was looking like it was never gonna happen, right? Yeah. So I don't know what the dollar amount is. Just the fact that they came to some sort of agreement says a lot about both of them as men. Even if he got somebody else to pay it, I think that that's really ill that like he got this shit done. Because like I said before, I think that when they started out, they were handling a lot of business and it's a lot of shit that they didn't know. And sometimes when you may not know something, another person could deem it as you're being shady. And I don't know exactly what the what their conflict was, but maybe I'm giving Birdman the benefit of doubt that he might have not knew a lot of the things that he was getting into, maybe on the royalty side. Like, I learned new shit in music every single day. So they was making so much money so fast. But as far as with Carter Five, uh, I don't know what it's going to be. Mm -hmm. I, like, my, my, anticipation, my anticipation for it is just that I want Wayne to be able to... Um, handle this adversity in a, in a good way where he comes out on top. Nothing's better than seeing Wayne happy. Funny enough, Wayne's legal troubles were settled just as we came up on the 10-year anniversary of The Carter Three, one of my personal favorite albums, but according to my co-host, definitely not a classic. Classic or not? Okay, so <laughs> I got to approach this one the right way, right? Carter Three is not my favorite album from Wayne. Carter Two is my favorite album from Wayne. I knew, I knew you'd say this shit. Wait, Yo, he's always trying to wait. predict. He's, yeah, fuck out of here. No, no, wait, 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 wait. more lyrical. I mean, of course. It, it, <laughs> I mean, I love lyrical it's shit. It, it is more lyrical, but Carter Three, I don't feel like it's a classic album, but it's a classic moment in time. It's a classic hip-hop moment. I think when you think of just the whole Carter series, specifically three. Three is like the most pivotal one. Even though two is my favorite, mm -hmm. three is the one where you really understood who Wayne was in the game, right? Mm -hmm. Now, and also his work leading up to it. His work leading up to it, because Dedication 2 is fucking one of the greatest mixtapes of all time, right? Now, when it comes to Carter 3, I felt like, it because it wasn't as lyrical as Carter 2, mm. for me, okay. that's Wait, why no, I don't- For you, you person- don't get straight to it, man. I'm getting like, straight to it. He just got excited because he thought you were helping him out. No, no, he is. He no, is. No, like, but look, I'll say this, right? Because at one point in time, the biggest system of rating albums was the source, right? Mm -hmm. If this was rated on a source system, I would give it four and a half mics. I wouldn't give it five. That's I, still I give it four and pretty and a half. great. It, it, it's a great no classic. It's, it's a great album, but five classifies as a classic. Mm. So I felt like why isn't it a classic? I think that's a better thing. Why I felt like he dumbed it down a bit lyrically, and I felt like if he now all right, I'm gonna tell you why it's not a why I feel like it's not a classic because I felt like if he would have been rapping 
at the same um, magnitude of pace that he was on Carter II, then a lot of the kids that grew up now to see what they are today, when he started dumbing it down, they wouldn't have been dumbing down their records. Whoa. So it really changed the trajectory of hip hop, for real, because he was rapping so much on dedication, dedication two, Carter one, Carter two. When it came to Carter three, he rapped, but he didn't have that same, that's the same ability. I think he dumbed down his ability to make bigger records. Okay. That's why I felt like it wasn't it's, a classic. So, so I'm, I'm, just to get your point fully clear. Yes. Without comparing it to Carter two, because again, a lot of times we do compare artists like their previous works to their current work. Mm -hmm. Just just take Carter Three in a vacuum. If mm -hmm. somebody else put put that out, mm -hmm. would it be a classic? Wait, take Carter. Wait. So you're not take, comparing it. Yeah, not yeah, comparing don't it. compare to Carter Two. Just imagine Carter Two right? never happened, which is hard to do. That, yeah, I, I, in a vacuum. Fuck, I, because like, you did say it was a classic moment, right? It's but a you classic said to moment. you personally, it's not classic. I think that's the hard thing. That was the first. Classic okay. in general, or to you personally? Okay, so this was the first album since. I think it was the massacre that sold a million in a week, because it is the first album since the massacre that sold a million in a week, and this was two thousand eight. Massacre was two thousand five. The songs were so big, you couldn't the songs were, go like, anywhere without hearing it. It's the only thing we listened to that summer. I think there's some great yeah, the, songs and a lot. There was a lot of songs that, as I said, you gotta th like okay. I right, hold on, wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna help you out. Wait, what's this shit? La -la. This was my argument, and, you, and right. you could poke holes in my argument. Okay. A lot of people, they did not like it. <laughs> I said that, listen, the momentum that Wayne had going up to Carter III, essentially, as long as he delivered a good album, we we're going to consider it classic. But it's really not a classic. It's not a standalone classic. We think about the Carter III based on the run and the momentum he had going up to it, yeah. and he was body and shit. A lot of the great records he made did not even make Carter III. I'm, and I'm not discrediting the ones that did. Yeah, because a lot of shit got leaked. Yeah, a lot of that shit is dope that that did make it. Right. But I look at it and, I, and when I think about what's a classic to me, mm -hmm. a classic to me is almost an album with no skippables, just hard tracks. No at flaws. The hard track. Exactly. And and I look at it and there's a couple tracks I'm like, mm. It's not a couple. You got it's a like, lot of skips on this? Nah, I got two skips. I got two skips. And the only two skips I have is lollipop, right? Which was a which was, a, which was a, but that was a huge single, right? It right? was, it was, but okay. we talking in terms of what we feel a classic. But album. it's a good time if one of your skips was comfortable. Guy get out that wait that and Lala, right? Okay. And, and 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 wait a second, see about phone home, phone home, wheezy. Phone home. I don't want to hear that bullshit, man. I wasn't. Yeah, that's another one. I'm phone like, home. So when we talk in terms of classic albums, not compare because I don't compare all classic albums. But the thing about it is. You, you have to stack them next to each other, mm -hmm. right? When I think of classic, in terms of classic albums, I think of, uh, of course, you know, Reasonable Doubt, like the obvious, like the Reasonable Doubts, Life After Death, um, Machiavelli, shit like that. I even felt um, The Love Below, taking apart, mm -hmm. um, what's his name's part? Speaker Box. Love Below, Andre 3000 himself is a classic. Um, college Dropout. So which Wayne album... Are you I don't, Carter Two is a classic, or are there no classics then? I don't think he has any classics to me. Carter Two is a classic. A classic? It's a classic. 
start it's, to finish. It's, it, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a better body of work if we're talking on a lyrical perspective. It's to me, it's more cohesive. Damn, you you um, might be right on this. I can't like the the thing with Carter Three, man. And I know I, I'm still gonna get killed for it. I just can't call it classic, and I just feel like people get trapped in that time. Mm-hmm. If you say you said the right, you, I like how you said it. It's a classic moment. Yes, absolutely. Also, it has inspired many albums. And by the way, these and things matter. Yeah, many artists. It matter in determine if an album is a classic. However, you also have to evaluate the album. Mm-hmm. You right. get me? And when I evaluate the album, I stop short of saying it's a classic. And what I remember last time when they were killing me for it, you know what I mean? Like, we live in extremes nowadays, and trust me, on my Instagram, it's usually very extreme. <laughs> the caption king. Classic or trash. Right. <laughs> and a lot of people... There's a lot of in-between. And, of course, that's what I'm yeah. saying. So when I said it wasn't classic, a lot of people were saying, wait, is he saying Carter Three is trash? No. Right, you're not it's saying not it's saying trash. It's not saying it's trash. It's a pretty good album. But it's not... Uh, when I think about the classics, and I mean, I could even keep it in the 2000s. I thought documentary was classic. Give it to Dr. Yeah, Sean was classic. Documentary being classic. Documentary's not classic? Documentary's not classic. I thought documentary and doc- Doctor's Advocate was Doctor's Advocate is way better than documentary. Doctor, I thought people, both. People, are victims, people are victims to the moment on documentary. Stop. I'm dead serious. People are victims Stop. to the moment on doc- Doctor's Advocate. Stop, so Doctor's no, like Advocate is better than documentary. You're right. But, you're right. Because you're right. It's a lot. But, wait, wait, wait. One second. Both of them could be classic. Doc, no. Documentary had a lot of great production. Games raps wasn't that dope to me. And this is right about where things got heated. The Carter Three debate spilled over into an argument about Games' 2005 album, The Documentary, that continued long after we stopped rolling. Wayno, why is the documentary not a classic album? The documentary is not a classic because... It wasn't game working on his own. It wasn't him. It was a lot of plug-in shit. A lot of that shit was just them telling him to fill in the blanks on the songs, and you can hear it. You can hear it. Because when you look at it, right, he had production from High Tech, Kanye, Just Blaze. He did the typical hip-hop shit that he needed to do at the time. He had 50 Cent on all of the records. 50 Cent had the, the biggest hooks on all of his biggest records, right? Not to take nothing away from that, but with it's more... Game's album had a lot of features. It's like a compilation of people creating the album with him as opposed to him creating it himself. My favorite album from Game, I said it before, was Doctor's Advocate because Game was on his own when he did the shit. It's more of him focusing and creating as opposed to being in the studio with all of these people that have to move really fast because... So then can we take away... Can we say Kanye has no classic albums? Because Hold on, so man. many people on, <laughs> help Hold him create on. those what projects? You know what the fuck I'm talking about? What do you mean? Okay, let, let's let's we gotta break down the criteria for a classic. You know what a classic album is? What a classic album number one, it has to have the impact. Mm-hmm. Does Doctor's no, not Doctor's documentary documentary mm. by the game mm. first album mm. have that cultural impact? Mm. I got a good no? one for that. I got a good one for that. I say yes. I'm a, okay, I got now a good let's one for that. that. I say yes. You gotta remi- you gotta remember the West Coast was kinda mm. it wasn't that prominent in mainstream rap at that point. It really kicked the door down. Basically, you had a guy from Compton holding the torch. Mm-hmm. He kinda was the only person holding it down on a mainstream level for the West Coast at that time. Off that alone gave us a different sound, a different different style than what was popular. 
I believe it kind of set up for Kendrick to come like six years or whatever. Really? It's set up for Kendrick to come like six years later. Yeah, if you if you're ma- if if the, the documentary Coast, or yeah. game. Well, the documentary is an album which repopularized that West Coast sound. The West Coast sound was not a mainstream sound that people were accepted. What about the impact within that year or two years? Not Listen. looking okay, okay, okay. Kendrick, but, and also, 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 also in terms talks. of impact. What? Also in terms of impact, it was the it was the the, the cementing of G Unit. As pretty much like a behemoth in, yo, we have all the regions locked. Buck from the South. We have the game from the West. We have, of course, 50, Yayo, Banks from, from the East. It was a movement. The G-Unit G wave, or their run, is one of the most iconic runs. What's your favorite song off that album? Uh, which one? Off which album? Uh, what album we documentary? talking about? Okay, Start From Scratch. Start From Scratch is Start your favorite scratch. song. Classic song. And also, also, to your point, I told him how 50 helped out. 50, We're wait, right. Well, you know what? This hmm. is every New Yorker's point. With no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. No, now let me jump in. Let me jump in. Let me jump in. Because Since when do we judge me, albums by their singles? It was only no, singles. No, don't, don't say dude. that the, since we judge albums by singles. 50's on three fucking songs. Hate It or Love It is not just a single. It's one of the biggest songs on the project. Now, Which was now look, Cultural Impact, that Cultural Impact came from 50 Cent. So that, they all sold that 10 million. Okay. That's when 50 Cent could have put out a fucking blank disc. And so, so you're saying if 50 was not on this 50 album 50 is not on this it, album at all. It's it, not would not it would not have performed. It would not have gone It's not on the top five. So I could get, you know, this is my top five songs. There's no skip. Your top five songs. Top five songs for this project. What's the what's the biggest songs off the project? Those are the singles. The best songs are the Those biggest are the singles. songs. Those are the, the singles. The best songs are the biggest songs. No, 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 no. With 50 no, the songs. Why, if we have 50 Cent, the biggest artist, if you have a song with Drake, that's not your single? 50 Cent was the... Uh, wait a second. But my thing is... That's what the you, biggest the song. That missing, be... Listen, the point that you're missing about this shit is that... I'm saying the best of, songs listen, are not... A lot it. of that impact comes from him being a part of his unit. He'd been on Aftermath for years. He okay. was sitting there. Okay. Doing nothing. You're, you're penalizing my man. I'm not even, penalizing. Even, I'm telling you why it's not a classic album. Because he had help. Because he had I'm help. I'm telling you why it's not a classic album. You want to know why it's not a classic album? Why? Because this shit is cookie cutter. It's a lot of open spaces where they just tell him, rap right here. It's and you can hear my guy. Come it's on, a song. Yeah. What do you want to do? On, the hook, the track, the beat, everything? How would you judge his rapping on the album? Huh? How do you judge his rapping on the album? His rapping? No, he can... Game can fucking rap. He can rap, but... So the bars are up to par, but his, you just... His bars is it good. Too much plug and play. It's contrived. That's a very what contrived, put-together album. What size story could have done with 50? Without 50? And, and it is great with 50. That is probably the only song that probably teeters on my top five. But you're going to tell me, start from scratch... You're going to tell me Church for Thugs. You're going to tell me Special. You're going to tell me Like Father, Like Son. One of, one of my favorite game songs of all time. And and, and, and even higher. You. And even higher. You're going to tell me those songs. Higher all right now. Even to higher. Let's play this shit right now. The whole hook is some shit that 50 would have said. It sounds like 50 Cent on the hook in his game. So you feel like this is not even a game album? It's a game. No, listen. It's a game project that game didn't create. How many skips? You're discrediting my guy, though. How many skips on this project? You're discrediting. How many skips? How many songs do you skip on this project? Let me look at at the track list. My memory is not as good as it used to be. You're discrediting my guy because you feel like 50 helped out. I'm cons- I'm I'm not discrediting him. I you said are. it's a very good album. I'm telling you why I feel it's not a classic album. Because the reason why I feel got it's helped not a- by a feature. Yo, yo the re- all right. So what 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 makes a classic? You said what makes a classic album, right? Yeah. What makes a fucking classic album? 
What makes a classic album is a whole compilation. This shit is a compilation. So you're compilation. saying it didn't age well, right? A classic it didn't album age well. should age well. We should be able to look back and be like, this sounds well. even better than it's it did at the time. It's the same shit I said about the Carter Three shit. It's a great moment in time. It's a great moment that happened. We remember the moment that, that it happened. You'll hear more of that argument next week. But for now, let's get back to a current release, Kid Cudi and Kanye's new project, Kids See Ghost. Any standout tracks for you guys? Of course, a short project. Not a long listen at all. Let me look at this one. You got the track list right here. I got to be honest with you, it's all right. But uh, I expected a goddamn classic, and after listening to it, I don't believe it's a classic. You expected a classic. Cut it out. Kanye and Cudi? Uh, yeah, of course. In like the current, I, In the current state of Kanye, you expected a classic? I expected a master... Bruh, just, off, just off Cuddy carrying though. True. Okay, and I know it seemed like y'all got some doubt about Kanye, like musical talent. He might, he could, he does say wild shit, and he's been on for many years. Okay, but I don't doubt that man musical talent if he really wants to create great music. Are you thinking freely right now? <laughs> of course, you think I'm. Yeah, right. Are, are we acting like Kanye washed or something? So, no, I'm not no. saying he's washed. I'm just saying I wasn't expecting a classic. But what was lackluster for you then? Hold on, let's go back to just even expectations. Kanye and Cudi. Mm-hmm. Two of the, uh, uh, to me, the pillars of what music has evolved to, they have basically inspired a shit ton of these new niggas. Like, I would imagine that if they are collaborating on a project that that you would imagine is not out of necessity, but it's something that they would want to do for passion or whatever else, it would be great. And I would imagine it would be a classic. I'm not doubting Cuddy. He's a legend. I love Cuddy. No disrespect at all. But I maintain with the current state of Kanye, mm. I wasn't expecting a masterpiece, although I wanted it to be a masterpiece. But, Wayne, what did you think? I was expecting something good, but I'm going to keep it up. <clears> um, after Feel the Love is the you first You have your song. chicken soup before you... <laughs> what she said? Did you get your chicken soup before you, you, you listen to this album, man? <laughs> I got to make sure you were in the best... Listen, I'm a, let me keep it a band. Let me keep it a band on this, right? right, right, right. So... After Pusha T's verse on Feel the Love, this shit is trash. Ooh. I'm keeping it 100. know with the hot take. This shit is trash. Like, me personally, the whole Kanye, Cuddy <laughs> thing, I thought that. Call trash. I, know, yeah, I know, this, this is, is a hard I, I think it's trash, and I stand on that. And maybe it just, it's really not for me. Now, I was asking people on Twitter, like, what they felt about the album, and a lot of people was like, well, if you're a Cuddy fan and you'll really love it, I love Cuddy's first album. It's that man on the moon, right? Like, I love that shit. But Classic? I feel it's a classic. But this, nah, not jagging this shit. I thought it was trash. After, soon as Kanye started going, ga, 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 I was like, nah, this shit, I can't fuck with it. This shit is not for me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I heard it, like, in a cab on the way to the airport. I was a little buzzed. I heard it. I had to turn it off at first. It's, but it's I like, put it back on. I love Cuddy. I wouldn't say it's trash. Um, I like a couple songs, but... Anyway, Ak, what don't you like about the project then? We heard Wayno's take. Right. <laughs> Cut it out. Cut it out. I'm shocked by this. <laughs> Listen, man, I thought Wayno was going to give us a 500-word essay right now about how <laughs> it's lackluster. To right. hear him just direct tracing, boy, this shit garbage, okay? Right. Of course, he has the spirit of Pusher T verse. But of course, I understand right now, Pusher, he's on a high. <laughs> Still so maddy body drip. It's all good, but, but fine, I get it. Hey, you know what? He ain't that wrong. Ah! <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm not calling nothing trash with Kid Cudi. Maybe my brain has a mentally 
like deciphered <laughs> okay, it. Okay, so question. Did you Okay, sonically, right. sonically just hearing it without trying to maybe understand it more and it's, just, it's a lot of times like with the artists I like, I replay it a lot of times and right. sometimes it grows on me. I listen to this shit in the headphones on a 30 minute, only it's the album's with like 20 minutes. Yeah. I listened to it on like a 15, 20 minute walk I had to take. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Did you bang it in the whip? I banged it in the whip. See, that's the test. I played this shit in the whip and the whole time, after the gag, 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 gag shit, I was just like, nah, <laughs> man, I just can't. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fuck with this shit. A lot more anticipated projects coming up this year, and we're definitely hoping Meek Mill gets in line to drop an album, but his legal troubles are still pending. Plus, it probably doesn't help that Nicki Minaj is describing his judge as sweet and maternal. Of course, Meek Mill has been out of prison. Um, he's back on the homecoming tour performing. He just did Summer Jam, um, having a good time working on music. And uh, Nicki Minaj did a couple interviews for her album, and Meek keeps coming up. So uh, a few weeks back, while speaking to Jay, uh, Zane Lowe, she said, uh, the judge in question did everything I asked of her so I can't badmouth her. Now in a new interview with Elle, uh, she touched on this again, saying the judge was very sweet and maternal and we both cried in her chambers and she gave him another chance. So look, Meek has responded to this on The Breakfast Club. His take was Nikki just shouldn't say anything about this period. Right. Do you guys think it's kind of funny the way she's addressing this, considering what he's been through? Absolutely. What's the term? The friend of my enemy is my enemy. You know that she's putting this man in a crazy ass position where he could potentially be locked away for two to four, well, yeah, two to four years mm -hmm. based on like the smallest infractions. And to even say anything like at this point, damn, Nikki, like, why don't you just drop a diss song or something? That was, that was harsh. Like, yeah. I felt like that shit was harsh that you shouldn't comment on nothing going on with that man. Y'all are not together. Right. You don't want to talk about that side of the relationship or what you had with him. Just leave me name alone like at this point because that shit just doesn't look good at all yeah she's a major figure that can sway a lot of people's i mean it's not the the public is not in the courtroom and none of that shit but mm -hmm. that can sway how a lot of people feel about meek like damn so is he lying about what he's saying that, i think exactly when you sort of like listen to these quotes and read in that's what it sounds like she's insinuating well if you look at it and if you think about the timing of it i'm wondering when the interview is done if the interview was done recently nikki you tweet okay because i'm gonna tell you what's going on currently Meek Mill got out of jail not because, like, they're just saying his case is dismissed. Meek Mill is definitely still in right. the midst of what's going on, right? right? Mm -hmm. But a higher court actually allowed him to get out on bail. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what just happened within the last week. A higher court also ruled we don't have the authority to take that judge off the case. So right. that judge is still on the case. Mm -hmm. right. Here's what's going to happen in the next two weeks. Meek has to go back in front of that 
same judge, right. Janice Brinkley, same judge again. That judge could say, fuck that higher court that took you out of jail. Go back. Right. He could get sent back to jail right. in two weeks again. Right. If this is from when she first commented around the Zane Lowe time, maybe she didn't understand the severity and what Meek has been fighting to, number one, get out of jail. Because I, it was a weird time when she did co- comment about it. Yeah. <clears throat> but if this is an ongoing thing where she's, every time she's asked about the case, she's just saying, oh, well, all I can tell you, the judge was a great lady. Yeah. And now we're here and she cried. We cried together in chambers. Yeah, and, crazy. And, and, and she, me and her are cool. Mm-hmm. Again, I understand. And that's why I told you guys uh, I thought Nikki was going to come out with a breakup album. Mm-hmm. And I thought, number one, that plays well to her fans. But also, you understand... A woman being in a situation, especially what Meek was going through and being silent, of course people want to hear her side. Right. Feels like she got some animosity for me. Because, look, you okay? can have the breakup album, you can talk about your personal issues. This is different. Legal yeah, is, is a whole other ball freedom. game. Yeah, yeah someone's life freedom. And is, is on the line here. A hundred percent. But I do believe that she, she... She's not thinking, yo, I need to like still hold him down in that regards. Mm-hmm. I think in her perspective, I held him down enough. And I'm going to just at least give my truth, even though I think for the majority of us, we would say... No comment? You don't need yeah, to speak right. on that. No comment right? is also an option, you know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. But her name was a little bit brought into it, right? When Meek... Meek also brought her name up, but also it was reported that when the judge had said certain things to Meek, like, yo, hey, give me a shout-out on a song. Leave Rock Nation and record a song... Uh, Boys to Men on Bended Knees. Apparently, it was a private chamber meeting with Meek, Nikki, and her. So a lot of people were waiting on Nikki to say, all right, Nikki, what, re- what, what happened? Are you Is Meek saying the truth? Right. And we didn't think she would ever say, no, no, about all that. Oh, this is all I know. She's great. We never thought that. But these are the things that that's making Nikki's comments look a little weird. I, I don't know why she's actually talking about like Yeah, like, I mean... At the point where he's facing whatever he's facing, and it, like you said, it's still lingering, it's still ongoing, and a lot of major people went to bat for him. Went to bat for him, and she's a major person. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like that could sway opinions because it's gonna make people say, "Well, it, it, was it that bad?" Or like, "Is it that? Is she really that bad?" Right. It's a larger conversation to be had about all this jail reform shit, mm-hmm. and Meek is not the only person. Um, that it affects. That it affects. Right. And he's he's putting the whole shit on him as to be the guy, the face of unfair treatment in the justice system. <clears throat> and for something like that to come out, I think that she should just fall back and be like, yo, listen, I don't got nothing to say about it. Like, honestly, that's your ex. I ain't got nothing to say about it. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I ain't got nothing to say. Because that shit just don't look good. Yeah, it doesn't. Honestly, if I'm reading between lines here, and the multiple times she commented, she's saying this. And I think we're trying not to read in between lines. We're we're trying to just stay on the surface and why she's saying this. Like, if I read these comments, I know that when I went there pleading for his freedom, I know that the judge spoke to me very sweet, very maternal. We both cried in her chambers, and she gave him another chance. So I don't know what's going on. She's saying Meek is lying. Period. She's saying Meek is lying. She's saying what Meek was saying about whatever, whatever, he's lying. Mm. And she's also saying it's one of those things... And, you know what I mean, I hate to bring up, like, how when you are, when you're in a relationship versus when the relationship is over, she's also kind of throwing a little little salt in there to say, all I know, this judge treated him fairly, 
when me and him were together and gave him another chance. She didn't do anything wrong then. That nigga got sent to jail after I dipped. So I don't know what that nigga did. I can't vouch for him now. All I could do, if y'all want me to slam the judge, the judge was fair when I was there. But now, me and him not together no more, who knows That's what he said. did. Might you, as, right? you might as well just drop a track. Something like might as well might, drop a statement. You might as well just drop a track and say something about it at this point because like, that, that's the biggest... That might be the biggest diss record of the year. Right. That shit is disheartening for a person you had love for. Even even if... Let's keep it all the way real. Like Even if Meek was not saying everything that we know it to be, why put him in a position... Right. You can still say no comment. Because this yeah. contradicts everything they've said about the judge's character. Sweet and maternal, that's so specific to say yeah. she's maternal. It literally contradicts everything we've heard so far. Yeah, man. I've, I've had vindictive exes man and you know what happened in their mind everything that bad that happens to me after we break up it's because i wasn't with them and this is how they try to frame it yeah right. he got another chance was with me i don't know who he been hanging out with when he wasn't with me and after we broke up but his life went to shit <laughs> that's like it's it's a. Uh, we've seen this of nikki though not in this context where it's legal but nikki does have that like greatly masked shade that she puts on anyone she doesn't like or feels some type of way about. Unfortunately for Meek, it actually is an indictment about about what he's claiming with this judge and it makes his character look a certain way, which then might affect the judge because the judge might hear this and be like, okay, so it's not it's not just everybody against me. Right. Nikki co-signed me and, and she was there. And, and Meek, when you come back to court right. in two weeks... I got your ass. One is not support, and that's why when you go to become a juror, they tell you not. Of course, you can't avoid anything, but they tell you not to read newspapers on the case, nothing but so that you can have a clear mind when you're making these type of decisions. And it's at a point now where we have to question: Will this um, judge be vindictive in her uh, her approach, and will she be petty in her approach? Mm -hmm. And it's like she doesn't have to say it, but she's a human being. We know that. The whole world is going against this woman. Right. And now she has some ammo that she could possibly use in her favor. She should have just fell back and been like, nah, man, I don't got nothing to say about his, his legal shit. You know? in, in addition to Meek possibly being sent back to jail, let's keep in mind this judge, which already shows a conflict of interest, which I'm a little bit baffled why she hasn't been taking on the case. <clears throat> the judge, Judge Janice Brinkley, she already hired a lawyer for a defamation lawsuit against yeah. Meek. Right. Wow. So you know what's going to support? Hey, he's out here slandering me in the public. He's saying some shit that happened that didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And even the chick that came with him is basically saying, no, I was sweet, maternal, nice, and we cried together and gave him another chance. Yeah. This nigga's lying and trying to ruin my career. Mm -hmm. And I do believe at this point for the judge, it's more than, I, did, I do think it started as a, Hey, you know what? Apparently she's from the same neighborhood as me. I think it started yeah. as a personal thing. Yeah. Right? Then it started as a, okay, you're popular thinks you're above the law thing. Right. Then it's, wait, you're using your platform to try to defy me type of thing. Right. Now I believe it's for the judge. You are trying to get people to ruin my career. So it's, it, I believe she feels her career is at risk. Yeah. Right? And 
I think she's going to use every ammunition to get back at Meek, whether it's a defamation lawsuit, whether he fucks yeah. up again, she's going to highlight to the she's max, and then she's going to put his ass in jail for a much extended Let's period. Let's pray that that doesn't happen. Yeah, I hope that doesn't See, to your point, like, look, we don't know when she did this interview. It could have been around the time she did the Zane Lowe one, which was around mm-hmm. April. But yeah, this definitely does not help Meek out, so hopefully things work out okay for him. The review for XXL's 2018 freshman list was pretty lackluster as well, but you could have probably guessed as much after academics leaked the list and accused the magazine of not being transparent. So the 2018 list includes Lil Pump, Smoke Perp, Ski Mask, The Slump God, J.I.D., Stefan Don, Block Boy, J.B., YBN, Namir, Wi-Fi's Funeral, and Trippy Red. Now, of course, people are going to be upset about the stumps, but first let's talk about the number 10 spot, which does not exist. Usually they feature 10. This time, there's only nine artists because Lil Skies reportedly turned it down. Academics, I see you nodding with the shady look in your eyes. Mm. Why is there no number 10 spot, my man? (laughs) I mean, I feel like I've dug too much into the publication already, but listen, I feel like this is a very shameful process for them. Even the way they put it out yesterday, trust me, it felt like they just kind of like, Here's a list. You know what I mean? I wonder why. Did someone try to do that? Before they would be like, Come watch the Breakfast Club. We're going to unveil the list. But and after the makes... show, the list will be out. Why, right? metal why did they do that? Right. Good. Okay? Because this was embarrassing. There's usually a 10 spot, no 10 spot this year. You know why? Because there's been so much questions about what this 10 spot entails that I'm glad that they, they realized, okay, we're hearing the public pressure. We're not going to do it. And also, from what we're hearing, they did try to do it because Lil Skies is turning down, and then they offered to Richard Kidd, who found out that, wait, I'm a replacement? I'm not no bench nigga. Fuck out of here. He did not take it. And, of course, they, they shoot on one day, so I could imagine them saying, if we don't have another artist to be there on that day, let's shoot the cover without him. Mm. Um, as far as the list, it's pretty much everybody, everyone who I kind of leaked that was going to be on it. Wi-Fi's funeral. I didn't mention his name, but he's on it. I'm glad for him as well. I am. I want to say, first and foremost, despite me leaking the list, also anything I have said criticizing the list, it doesn't go towards the artists. Mm-hmm. All of these artists I fuck with, they are tremendous artists, and in their own rights, they have put in work to deserve them being on this list. Okay. okay? Uh, so what's the problem? The, the problem is that <laughs> it's it's not the list. You get me? It's not the list that... If you were really coming up with a hip-hop freshman list, uh-huh. it would be. And the reason why is 2 chains pointed out. Mm-hmm. There's other people that you would see. Like, like let's name. And we we're going to get into it. Right, yeah, so yeah, we're going to get into it. So he says, right, Lil Baby, 6ix9ine, T Grizzly, Moneybag, yo, NBA Youngboy, a couple people he thinks deserve some love on this list. Right. So who would you guys replace then? Who are the biggest snubs? My biggest snub, and this is my one of my personal favorites, just because I'm a New York guy, I felt like Jay Critch should have made the list. Mm. I really feel like Jay Critch being a, 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 the next New York guy because um, I don't know, I'm sure there's nobody are, from are New you York. On a panel to help these motherfuckers make the list, bro. What, no, I'm not. I, I've never sat on a panel to do any list. But what I'm saying is, is that there's a few people that I picked because I wanted to revisit the people that I had picked prior. Right? Me personally, I felt little baby. I felt 6ix9ine should have made it. Smoke Perp. I wanted Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith's my favorite artist right <coughs> now. Um, Little Skies. I thought uh, Joyner Lucas should have made it. Mm-hmm. I did pick YBN Namir, and I picked Jay Critch. Okay. Now, um, the only person I'm really not, don't, I won't sit here in front like I know everybody. I've seen Steph Don. I've seen a freestyle from her. Mm-hmm. I don't know any of her music. 
And that's not to discredit her by no means. She's dope. She had um, yeah. that big track with French Montana, but she's more popular in the UK probably still. Right. And Wi-Fi's funeral. I never I never really mm-hmm. got into his music, and the only thing I had seen from him was the thing where he jumped into the crowd and got beat up. Like, you know, that's the only thing I had seen. I never really got into his, took the time to get into his music. But I felt like Jay Chris should have made it, yo. I was kind of disappointed about that one. Hey, again, when I was criticizing this, I said, there's some, there's a hazy criteria, mm-hmm. right? There's no, there's no clear, hey, these are the things we consider. And, and that's what, the reason why they always do the interview, trying to clarify why certain people made it and why certain people didn't. All the time when I've heard them clarify, along the years, they always say, hey, we want to make sure the artist has an album out that has sold and the artist is touring, blah, 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 blah. And then I look on the list, and if we're talking about artists who has had a project out that probably sold pretty decent or whatever, mm-hmm. look at the list and I'm like, who? <laughs> Other than Pump. And again, no disrespect to none of these artists, but most of these artists, Wi-Fi's Funeral, he's just releasing this project this week, mm-hmm. right? Blockboy JB, he had that one song, but then they put together a project afterwards. He's still trying to get more tractions. We know the Rover song did is moving a little bit, but he's trying to... He had really, the regular Drake. Yeah, I know, I get That's it. That's why he got on there. Like, let's be for real. Blockboy JB, and I'm not... Okay, I'm, okay, so Lil Baby. Lil Baby has a record with Drake. But his drink just came. His drink just came. Like, and he dropped a project. Wait, look. Now, I'm not excuse because I felt like Little Baby. Little Baby is one of my favorite picks right. that I had on there. But Black Boy JB started out the year with his Drake record. So that record was, was going this whole year. Now, to the whole thing with the sales, that can't be true as well because Meek was on there before his first album dropped. Kendrick was on there before his first album dropped. Um, and, and I, is it sales and big projects like tapes? Well, no, like no, I, I agree Trippie with what had. you said, but that's what I'm saying. There's inconsistent variables <clears throat> that they play on just to justify whoever they used to make the list. Although For example, it's hard to keep oh, okay, consistent. even though Lil Baby sh- should be a shoo-in mm-hmm. on the list. Right. And whatever, you could say most of his ascension to the next level, he dropped a project within the last two months. He was on a song with Drake in the last two months. Perhaps the list, and it was dis- determined three, four months ago. Right. right? And I'm not going to kill him for not having the foresight. But still, Rich the Kid. Rich the Kid, a guy who has campaigned to be on the list from two years ago. And I get it, two years ago it was definitely too early. Last year was, mm, she probably should have made it. But this year he got a record with Kendrick. Yeah. yeah. Got a record with Kendrick. Then he's doing a plug walk or run, depending on how you see it. But... He should be on it too. Like, so I understand why he would turn down. Like, yeah, I'm not no replacement. He should right? have been in the I, I feel you, but at the same time, I feel like. And that, he outsold everybody on the list except Lil Pump, even the guy they were trying to have him replace, those guys. But that's why I feel like instead of. I felt like Rich, it was a point in time where he could have made the list, but I felt like he kind of grew past it. A lot of artists like that don't make it, and then other artists come up, like a Jay Critch, who's his artist. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't think he needs to be on it because he has his own artist. He has his own entity. He's building with Rich Forever. Another person that, I mean, and I, I don't think anybody should just throw, I, I don't think the temp spot should be looked at as throwing scraps or, oh, come on, because nobody else did it. But since it's not a temp spot, Don Q. <laughs> why, why couldn't Don, like, you know, that's just another personal pick of mine. I felt like even if Don Q, because a lot of people feel like Don Q hadn't done enough work or hadn't been enough visible, Maybe this could have been the springboard or the trampoline to propel him into doing a bit more. Like sometimes I feel like the 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 list making a list can just push you a little bit more with your determination as an artist. Because I seen a few dudes on the list before that I had never heard of or seen prior to 
seeing the list. And, I mean, I've seen everybody that's on this list before. And, and let's be clear, there's a running conspiracy out there. What? Right? There Your is, own conspiracy? Your own a, act. A this is a conspiracy that I was brought to, um, people told me about, because they were really looking into the process or whatever. And even also, Bad Baby, Cash Me Outside Girl, mm-hmm. she mentioned it. She says, I was told that despite me having one of the top votes for the quote-unquote 10 spot, the fact that XXL has a condom sponsor for the list, that I, would, I wouldn't be able to win. Okay? So th- th- that's what she tweeted out. Who knows if it's true? I'm just saying that yeah, that is what's, what, what's really out there. Okay? It sounds very um, I do think that there is these, like, checkboxes. And I'm not mad at this if, if this is true, right? But I've seen historically... No, no. Yeah, because okay. I want... want uh, keep no. your thought. One second, one second. I just want you to have the same energy you had for Summer Jam. Because remember when we talked about in terms of picking and how things go and it being certain people's platforms and what they can and cannot do. And Summer before... It, wait, wait. And before... It's the same but different. I'm going to tell you why it's different. Okay, so okay. Uh, go ahead with your thought. I didn't want to throw you off too much. Okay, well, I'll just get to Summer Jam. I'll answer Summer Jam thing first. And I'll right. Summer Jam, if I have a venue... And I'm protecting this venue. I want to make sure I still have this venue. Forget the sponsors. Summer Jam does have sponsors. Absolutely. But that venue is sacred. MetLife and how they're allowed to have a hip-hop concert. Listen, first of all, that probably wouldn't be able to be go down like how it does at the Garden. Okay? Um, Yeah, definitely not. So them having MetLife Stadium, where, again, it is a state-run facility. The Giants and Jets play there. This is a place that doesn't tolerate the bullshit. Right. For you to have that and have a historic hip-hop concert for over 20 years there, mm-hmm. and you trying to protect that legacy, if you feel like somebody might be coming in with a certain type of energy, I understand, bro, we fuck with you, but we ain't trying to get our shit fucked up. Okay. Right? Get that. Okay. okay? Now, it would be different if it's like, oh, Summer Jam provided by... Presented by Boost Mobile, and they do have sponsors. Let's yeah, be clear. Right. Mm-hmm. And the sponsors say, "Oh, we don't like these performers. Don't have them." That's a little bit different. And then, then I would say that's like Double XL. It's not like Double XL is saying to certain artists, "We don't want you to fuck up." The list isn't like a venue or whatever. Right. It isn't, but it's a brand that's represented as yeah. well, and and they reserve the right of their brand to have that same <clears throat> mindset of protection. But I think branding only, aside, or protection from only sponsors. Yes, yeah, so right, all right. the sponsorships and right. branding aside, let's talk about actual criteria. Okay, criteria. right. Even if they're basing it on very specific criteria, they're not always going to be weighed equally because artists are always going to be in slightly okay. different positions. So let's hear the rest of this. This is what I also thought. Double uh, XL and their panel, or their writers, or editorial staff, they probably think about when they're creating a list. They're probably thinking, you know what? We do have to fulfill these regional. Like we got to get. Someone from each region. Mm-hmm. So we get YBN. Where's YBN from? It's from it's Alabama. The, okay. From there. Which, that, which is not really like. You know, I used to think he was from the West. He, no, he had. I ain't gonna lie, YBN, the reason why I love him so much is because his delivery reminds, reminds me of Easy E. Yeah. The way he like delivers his words and he says it so yeah. well. He reminds me. He sounds like he's from the West, but I think like that comes from his. And he could fucking rap. That's what I really okay. like about him. But go ahead, my fault. Okay, so from Alabama. Okay. We'll just say South. But still. They, then we have the Florida. Florida's one of the hugest 
they're having a huge surge in terms of new music, sounds, or whatever. So you have Pump, Perp, um, Ski Mask. They you have all three from Florida, right? Exactly. First three on, on the list right here is from Florida. Then you have to have a lyricist or two. You have to have a lyricist. Okay, we get it. Over the last couple of years, it's been the mumble list, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But you got to have a lyricist. And if it wasn't Joyner, then JID. Okay. Right. Joiner was. I don't know, man. He is such. Okay. A okay. Or if not, or if not Joiner or JID, it should have been Don Q. I agree. And and again, if his name was on the list, I would understand it in that type of way. They had to fulfill the lyricist. And I do believe now. And, and by the way, I'm not saying that's the only reason why JID is on it. I'm saying he does deserve it because again. They, you can't all have the same position on a basketball team. Right, absolutely. Right? And mm-hmm. Steph London, as a, a lot of people might not be too familiar with her, but I enjoy the shit out of her music. You might be a little bit biased because me, I like anybody who be sound a little bit Jamaican. You she's, know what I mean? She's, she's just Jamaican. Yeah, she's just Yeah, and she's just I seen, I seen a, um, a little mini doc on her. that That's what kind of caught my attention when I seen the freestyle. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not, I don't know her music. But I think that she's a better pick than a bad baby as far as representation. That's our show for this week. Thank you for tuning into the Everyday Struggle podcast. We'll catch you here every Friday. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.